The following podcast contains sexual innuendos, tea spilling explicit language, getting the real dirt and drama. The podcast is rated MA, NSFW, OMFG, WTH, JF, ROFL, YOLO, AFAP, and is unsafe for the timid. Side effects include, but are not limited to, your eyeballs not being able to go back in your head, extreme addiction to the show, and possibly a non-identifying yellow rash. Super fun and positive too. So are you ready to get dirty? iClick TV is. Contact by satellite. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Everyone to iClick TV's Dirty Reality. How's everyone doing tonight? Super pumped. We're talking Love Island today. My name's Ray. I'm joined by my co-host, Linda. First of all, thanks so much for listening to the podcast, loving the podcast. Love Island was a huge success over in the UK and CBS um, as smart as they are decided to bring it on over here and see if they can make it as big as it is in the UK because it was such a huge success if you don't know Love Island people the premise is basically they take a group of people attractive people they try to couple them up, make them share a bed, regardless if there's a connection or not. New cast members come in and out. There's challenges. There's like They make difficulties for them. And basically the last couple standing with. And the ratings were phenomenal. So to me, it was a huge hit for CBS, especially for the first season. But we are super pumped. You have George from Love Island. Let's welcome model, interior design, buyer and seller, and the best friggin' kisser on the island, George Johnson. <laughs> hey, George. It, it's me. Yeah. What's up, guys? Hi, George. Coupled with the shortest time on the island. So I know. How, far did, that, how far did that kiss take me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's sucks. <laughs> Poor George. Stint wasn't too long. You still did make an impact, obviously. And that's cool. Let's be real. George, in the intro, I was talking about Love Island coming to the U.S. and what a hit it was in the U.K. Can you take the fans through the process of why you applied, what happened maybe when you found out you made it, and exactly maybe the day you actually went on the island, the first day, what happened? Like, give us a visual. I probably had a bit of a different experience than most of the Islanders. Um, okay. I, I actually have a friend who works for CBS in the uh, filming department. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't oh. think I can say what he works for, but I, I, I talked to him a week or two prior, and we were just sharing ideas of uh, essentially what, what's next on, on my uh, – in moving forward in my future – and what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he had a kid, and we started talking about TV, and he wanted me to apply for the show that he was filming. And a week later, I ended up getting an email um, from one of the leads, uh, the re- lead scouts for the show, and they said, hey, would you take an, an interview for the show? And I thought that it was my friend who set that up, and so out of complete respect 
out of complete respect towards him, I was like, sure, I'd, I'd absolutely love to. And as the process went on, it was, it was such a quick process because I got uh, brought in a week before the final selections were made. And uh, they, it, it was so quick. I, they, they brought me in on a video interview. They liked me so much that they had me sign paperwork. I, I showed up to an undisclosed location where they had us housed, and uh, we couldn't run into anybody. So they essentially had us do on-camera interviews and made sure that we weren't just boring, boring cast members. And they did their final selections, and they selected me. I ended up going into Fiji about uh, three or four weeks into the show shooting. I'll say four weeks. And again, uh, the, guy, the two guys that I met, great guys, uh, they're a bit, a bit on the, uh, in terms of, I, I was, I'm a bit older than the majority of the people who are on the show. Um, right. I, I may not always act it, nor I may not always look it, but I was one of the oldest. So having to deal with, essentially who I was when I was 22 all over again, it was difficult. It was a, it was hard for me to really put on that. Oh, we're basically in a fraternity together, getting the other castmates to like you. And you gotta, it's, it's, it's really political. Uh, I never watched an episode or a minute of the show, even the UK, even the UK version. Um, I knew what the premise was. I knew exactly what was going to go on. And I just felt like the best thing I could do is just be myself organically and go in and right. not have any predisposition on anybody and not, and and feel like I, I just needed to go in and be myself and be genuine. And hopefully that would, you know, sway the viewers to seeing who I really was. There you go, people. A little BTH behind the scenes coming in from George. Okay, Ooh. Lynn, what you got for him? Okay, George, you think... Um, you would have done much better if you were um, on the show from beginning instead of like day twelve. Yeah, yeah that that was something that went through my mind the second I walked into the house. Um, it was already. I'll, I'll just speak freely on it. It, it was very. Uh, I guess not not segregated, but everybody was in their cliques. Everybody had their groups and yeah. they had, you know, because you spend legitimately 18 hours a day with these people and you have no time really away to your, for yourself. And so when, you, when you're with these people, it almost becomes family and anybody else who comes in, it's almost like they're, you're automatically casting judgment going, these people are a threat to our household. It had to be tough for CBS to really figure out how to throw a wrench in that and try to make more drama happen. If you were to ask, ask me what would have made the, the house a little bit more uh, crazy, which is a pretty obvious answer, it would have probably been the access to alcohol. And yes. Because as the majority of, of People know um, a lot of the Islanders have been open about it. We are only allowed to have a drink a day. I'm not a big drinker, but I know that if they would have brought or had the ability to have almost like an open bar or 
the ability to have a drink when you when you want it. It would have it would have just opened up people to wanting to do a little bit more in the time that they had, just because everybody felt really it. It was just a, a really awkward scenario. You're going into this place that you don't know, meeting people you don't know, and you're trying to quote unquote find love and trying to get a connection with people who you have no idea what they're thinking, who they're thinking about. You don't even know who they are. You don't know what they stand for. It was, it's just, it's a lot. Even though you were not long on the island, was your first impression, what was your first impression of the women on the island? Oh God. Um, (laughs) Come on, George. Still. I mean, George there was so quiet. much footage. There was so there was so much footage that didn't get aired on my on my side. Um, that I, oh, was, wow. I was I was able I was I was able to talk to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, to give you the dirt, that's what we're here for. Um, when when I went in, uh, who, who caught my eye was Kira, mm. but to be honest, it was just so much drama. There's too much stuff going on with that, and like too many people jousting for that and so in my head I was like eh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight anybody for this like I, if something organically comes from it then sure but it's sure. I'm not I'm not the type of person to force anything on anyone like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way at a bar and confront somebody and be like hey I think you're beautiful let let me talk to you just because that puts them in a precarious position like I would right. much rather get all the signs all the signs before and know hey they're interested and now I'm I'm totally down to going over and talking to them. You did not like, you said you didn't like the negative stereotypes that come along with being a no. model. Can you elaborate more on that for the fans? Yeah. Um, at least in, from what I've lived, uh, anytime you, you put that out there in any business scenario, it's almost, it's almost like people look down on that. Um, just because it, there's no, they don't add it doesn't add any substance to you if anything it takes away because it makes you seem like somebody who cares more about the things that are fleeting rather than the things that you should be gaining um and especially in the work area i I pride myself in wanting to be as immersed as possible in in work in 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 life outside of just the physical things um, it it was really a detriment out here when I'm when I'm trying to find work where I'm trying to make clients and move forward. When I would say that I I still model because then people don't take you very seriously and right. I, I completely understand why. Um, just because of the narcissistic undertones that are with it. Um. But at the same time, like, I've never been like that. Modeling was something that kind of just fell into my lap. I was, I mean, I got to thank my parents for that. Uh, I was just lucky. And, and um, I, had a, I had a great career. And, you know, that moved into, into television and wanting to go more towards an acting. But I, I'm all, I've always been somebody who always likes to have other things going on as well things that I can that keep me excited and obviously keep uh me financially healthy and because you know I I would like to find somebody at some point and 
and uh, you know start a start a long life with. And I you love know, that you, multiple sources of income, multiple. You, you have to have options in your life. My father always told me, if you don't have options, you don't have anything. We are going to take a 30-second break. When we come back, George, now we're going to shift. We are going to play everyone's favorite game, Plead the Dirty. So buckle up, George. We'll be back in 30 seconds. George Johnson from Love Island, who is just spewing out loads of positivity, tons of stuff we like to hear. But now we're going to turn the page, and George is about to get dirty. George Johnson, get ready, because you are about to plead the dirty. Got it. Start off slow and easy. I hope you like it that way, George. You ready? <laughs> All right. Bring it on. All right, George. We're going to have four questions for you. You may only not answer one of them. Plead the dirty question number one. George, your stepfather races in Formula One. I think your brother raced too. So you obviously grew up around racing cars. If you could pick one cast member that speeds up your heart when you see or think of them, who would it be? Hmm. Um, honestly, uh, since after the show, seeing I, – I would yeah, I'll just give the straight answer. I'll say Kelsey. I'll say, nice. ah. I would say Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey. There you go, Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Kelsey. So cute. So, George, we're going to do something with superlatives. I'm going to uh, say a word, and you're going to pick which cast member describes what I say, okay? Okay. Um, Who, who in your opinion, was, like, the most cocky? I mean, it's it's so hard for me to say this because, I did see the other side of him, but I, because right. I, I saw the nice uh, the nice side of him, but the, right. what was what was captured and what he his persona turned into was kind of like the bad dude, the cocky dude, and that that would be Eric. I I just think that he kind of got the short end of the stick with it. Same as Yemen. Right. I mean, they kind of they kind of got the 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 bad guy look for not all the complete right reasons, but. Uh, Eric 
I did see different sides of him when he was like he would tell people one thing and then do another thing in group scenarios. Out of the out of your cast members, who would the most likely be the one to say that they don't care if they ever freaking go on reality TV again? I think I think everybody who was there wanted to be there. Everybody wanted to be on TV for what for any reason to entertain because they think that they're entertaining. Who is the most I, loose, I would be, George? I would be. Who's the most loose? Who's, who's the most who's, loose? Who, uh, you know what? Like, I, I, I know that. Ye- I know that Yaman was. But if we're talking about if we're talking about the girl side of things, you know, I'm not going to throw any girl under the bus with that. That would just be. Oh, George, you're cute. I'll try not to. Who is the most shady, George? Shady. Um. <laughs> I, in terms, in terms of like, w- they would do anything to make sure that they were still on the show. Sure, just yeah. Uh, any, any context you want to take it. Okay. These are really tough because we all are, very, we're all very close with each other and we're all friends. We all still talk to each other. Um, right. But I, I'll just speak for like what I felt while I was there on the show That's specifically perfect. and nothing and nothing else. I would see either or Kara or, or Yana. I just got this weird feeling of they were just kind of, they wanted, they would do anything to stay on and if that meant them just you know, being dramatic or them find quote unquote finding love with somebody to keep them on, it would have. And finally, who would most likely go to go to Coachella and get lost after three days and wake up not realizing where they are? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Question number three, George: Marry, shag, ghost. Kira, Alexandra, Kara, Mary, Shag, Ghost. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll say I'll say Mary, Kira, Shag, Kara, and Ghost, Alex. Awesome. Where'd it go, George? All right, George, you got one more. And people, George has not rejected a question yet. Let's keep that in mind. Final question, George. You're in the sheets. What's something freaky that turned you on? Hmm. I'm, I'm a very, I'm an alpha guy. Like, I I tend to make a lot of decisions based off of kind of what the best outcome would be. And for me, like I make a lot of decisions. Um, mm-hmm. So when it comes, when it comes to, to, to bed stuff, like just any, any sex stuff, I like, I like when the girl takes control of stuff. Like yes, George. Yeah, ah. the, pa- the power switch. Okay, everybody. George did not reject the question. Let's give it up for George. 
Way to go, George. I'm loving you. All right, George. Is there anything that happens on the show? We kind of touched base a little bit of this before, but is there anything on the show that you know of anyway that the fans didn't get to see as far as, like, fights or something, like, really cray-cray that happened? Um, no, I, to be completely honest, it was very tame. It was almost boring at times. Um, right. Wow. Like, it, it felt it felt to me like the direction of the show was, it, it was already tamed down because, you know, CBS is very family oriented. It's not like they tried mm-hmm. to take a model of, of Love Island in the UK, which right. ITV owns and ITV is very like, Hey, we're going to be like MTV, do whatever you want. We're going to get the cast as black out as possible. So then we can have as much drama as possible. And so trying to trying to mimic that, yet casting people who are going to be family-friendly and then tailoring the show to be family-friendly, they should have saw that as being a potential, um, I guess, a, a roadblock. And so it, to me, it just seemed a little bit lackluster in the sense of I, – I, there was no direction of, there was no drama really. The only drama was that people were forcing themselves to stay with some people, even though everybody knew that they, they weren't going to, they didn't really like each other. And I, I am somebody who can never do that. I, I'm very honest with myself and I'm very honest with, especially people who I'm trusting with my emotion and their emotion. Um, I would never end up with somebody on that show for nothing. Like I would never do it just for fame. I mean, I'm not, I'm not built like that. And so I think what happened on the show was what was going to happen anyways, because I didn't really get a connection with anybody who was, who was there. So you grew up in a small town. Um, you had a, a great family. You have faith. You played in sports. What advice, do you think you could give um, to people listening who might not have had all of those things that want to do something and make something out of themselves? Oh, here comes the pause stuff, George. Yeah, no, I like this stuff. Um, I, I guess just be true, true and honest with yourself with the things that you care about. Like at the end of the day, you want to come home and you want to lay down in bed and at least feel like you you did something not only either for yourself, your family, your faith, or just for whatever drives you. Um, right. Ha- finding that self-worth is the best start. I think that finding out your, your true, what gets you up in the morning and what gets you excited, if that's video games, if, if that's uh, – washing cars it doesn't matter it's one of those things where you can in today's society you can literally do anything as long as you're semi-savvy about it and you know that you have to you have to be able to monetize your your business decisions and you have to be able to come up with a good business plan as long as you love something i think that that comes easy follow your heart and follow what you want to do because 
the last thing you really want to do is look back when you're 30, 40, 50 and go, what am I doing? I'm unhappy. I could be make, I'm making a lot of money or I'm not making a lot of money. So. This is my final question. Ready? How did George not last longer on the friggin' island? Listen to his keywords, I know. people. Options. Monetize. How does that not turn you on? George, seriously, you're awesome. You're down to earth. You speak your mind. You have a heart. You say what you want to say at the same time. You're pretty freaking cool, George. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for getting dirty with us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to iClick TV's Dirty Reality. Because George got so dirty with us, people, you know what happens now. George, we got to put you in the shower, okay? So, George, you're going to go in the shower. We're going to say goodbye to everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a ton of guests coming up. I don't know. There's like 12 people on deck, people, from every different show. So hang tight. Stay tuned for the other podcast. Thank you so much, George, for getting dirty with us. Thank Let's you. Let's put you in the shower. <laughs> Mood music. Wash them off. Satellite.